the Hockey Hall of Fame class was announced the other day. And yet again, Rod Brindamore has been snubbed from the Hall of Fame induction class. We will speculate as to why in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by the lovely folks over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And I'm joined once again, as always, by my co-host, Andrew Schnitker. How are you doing this Friday morning, Andrew? Doing great. It's uh, great to be back. We've got some uh, technical difficulties, no fault of either of our own, behind us. And we are uh, just excited to be back with you guys. Yes, very excited. And we have a lot to talk about today because... You know, we've been talking a little bit, you know, uh, messaging each other back and forth about the Hockey Hall of Fame class and who all was inducted, who all was not inducted. And for the 10th straight year, Rod Brindamore has been snubbed yet again from the Hockey Hall of Fame class. And it is it's become like a tradition for Hurricanes fans of. That comes out. Uh, does Rod get in this year? Nope. And everything just melts down. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, certainly never expected him to be first a first ballot yeah, Hall of yeah, Famer. Yeah. But as the years have gone along and you look at some of the other people that have gotten in, like last year, the Sedins and Daniel Alfredson got in. Now, I'm not here to disparage any of those players. I absolutely loved watching all three of them play. Henrik and Daniel Sedin, Daniel Alfredson, some of my favorite non-Canes players in the NHL when they played. You look at their stats. I mean, Rod Brindamore's are similar, if not better. None of them won a Stanley Cup. Rod Brindamore won a Stanley Cup. Uh, the Sedins had, you know, the Sedins peak seasons. Like, they had seasons of leading the NHL in points, goals. One, I think at least one of them, if not both of them, won at least one um, heart trophy. So they, they have a good bit more hardware than Rod with his two Selkie trophies. But I mean, really, I'm not here saying they don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm just saying like, if they're in, I think Rod should be in. You look at this year, um, I think they, what did they say? They said before this year, there are 13 goalies in the Hall of Fame. We put three of them in at one time mm -hmm. instead yeah. of, and it's not just Rod Brindamore. Yeah. I mean, Alex Mogilney, is just as it's it's just as much if not more ridiculous that he's not in at this point. I think Patrick Elias probably should have gotten in this year. I mean, you look at it. Somebody did like a thing. Now the three goalies that got in were Henrik Lundqvist. I'm not I'm not here to quibble with Lundqvist. One of the the one of if not the best goalies of our generation, mm -hmm. uh, more more than deserving Hall yeah. of Famer. Tom Barrasso, he had a really good career. He actually played a season with the Hurricanes and was later the Hurricanes goalie coach mm -hmm. on uh, Paul Maurice's staff, so that's kind of cool. Mike Vernon, though, is the one 
Um, somebody has like, I forget who it is. They have like this list of like goalies that should be in the hall of fame. He's on the not a candidate list at number 46 in the overall ranking. Guess mm-hmm. who's ahead of him on that even at number 40? Cam Ward. Cam Ward. So, hey, you know, by, by the logic of Mike Vernon making it to the Hall of Fame, we've got a, a Cam Ward induction to look forward to one of these days. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it just, again, it goes to show, I mean, I, I'm not – it's just frustrating, you know, someone with like, you know, over a thousand points, a Stanley Cup, two Selkie trophies. And I mean, for all of the value that this sport places on intangibles, I mean, who who brought more intangibles to the table as a player than Rod Brendamore? Yep, exactly. Uh, I think he also won a gold medal, I believe, in 93. Here, I'll look with uh, Team Canada, um, and, because you know, the Hockey maybe. Hall of Fame, you know, they also you know, count you know other stuff in there rather than you know just NHL stuff. You, and then you have that, and it, it's just really, really frustrating the fact that you know, he's continuing to get overlooked year after year after year after year. Uh, because yeah, you look at like you said, you know, some of the folks that are getting in and are in and he's not, it's just like, what, what the heck? And, you know, it's, it's getting harder and harder to justify every year because, you know, you, again, you look at the folks that are getting in and, you know, and their stats and Brenda Moore having comparable or better. And, then just you look you listen to analysts you know on you know whether it be NHL network ESPN whatever yeah you know, they're talking about this stuff leading up to it and everyone's like yeah he should be a no-brainer to get in he should have already been in class gets announced he's not on the list and then you you also like go through comments uh on you know posts of you know leading up you know to who should who's gonna finally get in this year rod brandamore is always one of the top mentioned guys and it just i i don't get it at this point yeah i, I mean i really don't either i i do think that there's still hope yeah. for him to get in because there, there's certainly people who have waited longer than him yeah but yeah i mean i, I don't know i mean maybe Maybe he gets in as a builder one day for everything that he's done as, um, you know, to help grow the game of hockey in North Carolina. Maybe he gets in as a coach, you know, years and decades from now, especially if he wins a, a cup or two as at least as a coach and continues on the track that he's on right now. But the bottom line is he deserves to be in as a player. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hundred percent agree. And you look at, uh, you know, some other guys that, uh, you know, have you know history with the canes that are you know going to be eligible sooner rather than later you know like the way you mentioned cam ward already uh then you had okay let's, Williams. let's let's get that out of the way cam ward is not a hall of famer yeah yes i agree uh but yeah you know if you're looking at who's getting in you know you never know um anything to keep rod out i guess uh but yeah you also 
Justin Williams, you know, he'll be, uh, you know, eligible here in, I believe, another year or two. Again, you know, I don't, he's a Hall of Very Good. He's a Hurricanes Hall of yeah. Famer, but not a I, hockey I, Hall of Famer. I think a Hall of Very Good concept is created for a player like Justin Williams. Um, he he's has a team I, Hall I mean, of Famer. Yeah. Now let's, I mean, we can look. The one thing about Justin Williams is he has what? Three, four Stanley, three Stanley Cups, three. a Conn Smythe. Um, so, you know, he has that side of it, but 797 points in 1,264 career games. That's probably not going to cut. I mean, you look at him, he only had one season. It was the 05 06 season with the Hurricanes of more than 70 points. Probably not quite going to cut it for the Hall, I would think. I mean, especially if a guy like Rod Brindamore is not in. I mean, if if Rod's not a Hall of Famer, Justin Williams certainly isn't. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then you figure Eric Stahl, you know, he'll probably be calling it here in the next year or two. You know, he, he's another guy that it's like, you know, does he get in before Rod? I don't know about before Rod. I think Eric's got... I, I, I almost call it a t- I mean, I don't know. He's got over a thousand points. He's a triple gold club member. Um, you know, he has that like at his peak, like, you know, hundred point season. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons of at least 70 points. Plus the lockout season when he basically scored at a 90 point pace. One of the better centers in the game. It is <laughs> Kind of a toss-up for me. The thing that I think might hurt Eric is he, you know, the triple gold club is going to help him a lot, but he doesn't really have any, correct me, he doesn't really have any individual awards. Um, Yeah. But, so based on the, but, you know, I mean, the bottom line here is who knows. I mean, I try to figure out the criteria that they use, but then it's like, use it for some guys, but not others, so. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to continue to try to figure out uh, why Rod Brendamore was snubbed from the Hockey Hall of Fame again right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, bird dogs make you look good. Bird dog stretched khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts do exactly the same thing as Lululemon but fit way better. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I wear mine all the time, and they are extremely, extremely comfortable. So right now you can go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. I'm drinking out of mine right now. It keeps your drinks nice and cold. And also if you're clumsy and you happen to knock it off, you know, your second floor balcony, it holds up. And so there's that for you as well. And, so again, that's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Now, 
getting back into Rod Brindamore and why he was snubbed from the Hockey Hall of Fame yet again. Uh, like I said, top episode, you know, we were talking a lot about this over the past few days as to why, because it really just doesn't make sense in terms of a stat perspective. Uh, and it's gotten to the point where it's like some of the, like the uh, folks that were continuing to get snubbed from the rock and roll hall of fame. You think he just made someone mad uh, and you know, someone on the selection committee uh, you gotta imagine like, he's just made someone mad over the years. You know, he's not one to really, you know, mince words a whole lot. You know, he's pretty, you know, straight and to the point. Uh, and it's getting to that point where it's just like stat wise, it doesn't make sense anymore. You kind of feel like, yeah, someone may be, he may have made someone mad over the years. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't like to speculate about, you know, yeah. personal grudges and whatnot because we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And I don't want, you know, not the kind of because, I mean, for somebody to be doing that in a, in the kind of position that the Hall of Fame selection committee is in would be the height of unprofessionality. And I, I don't want to accuse anyone of doing that, you know, without having any evidence to do so. The one other thing I would say, you know, I talked about like the Sedin's peak seasons, like, you know, 100 point, 90 point. But like you look at Rod, I mean, he's got a seven, you know, earlier in his career. I guess I didn't even realize early in his career with the Flyers, he had a 97 point season, 77, 86, 87. Mm-hmm. When he first uh, 70 for the Hurricanes and two, 82 for the Hurricanes in his third to last season, obviously tailed off his last few seasons with the hurricanes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we, you know, we can keep going over it, the stats, the Stanley cup, the Selkies, but I, I just, I would think that criteria would be enough. Yeah. And, and it's getting to the point where, you know, what do you think that it will take for Rod to finally get in? Because like you said, at the top of the episode, yeah, you know, it wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, he's not, you know, Sidney Crosby, Wayne Gretzky, Alex Ovechkin, anything like that. Uh, where, yeah, there, or Henrik Lundqvist, like, uh, no doubt, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, but again, you know, it's been 10 years now. You know, what do you think just has to give? Because you see the sentiment online on these, you know, sports channels, everyone is like, yeah, he he's a Hall of Famer. You know, look they list, you know, everything we have already uh in terms of stat wise, the intangibles he brought to you know the Flyers, uh the Hurricanes, obviously, you know, with the Blues uh very early on in his career as well. And it's just in, in how hockey values that stuff. What do you think it's gonna take at this point? Because well, you know, th- year after year, you know, you look again, like we said, excuse me, uh, you look at the guys that are getting in, the guys that are remaining that are still not in. It, like we keep saying, it's getting harder and harder to justify year after year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to take a year with a. I'm not saying this is what Rod deserves, but I just think based on what we've seen, this is what it's going to take probably a year with a pretty weak group of first ballot guys. Like, you know, maybe it's like, all right, we're not, 
you know, we don't love this first ballot group. A lot of them aren't going to get in. Like maybe we circle back to put a guy like Rod Brindamore or Alex McGilney or Keith Kachuk, who have been waiting a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at next year. I'm looking at next year's right now. You've got Pavel Datsuk. Um, 918 points, 953 games. Obviously, he was named to the 100 greatest NHL players list. Gold medals from the Olympics and the World Championship. Won multiple Stanley Cups. So, you, you know, that gives him triple gold status. Uh, he, I mean, talk about Pavel Datsuk, man. I'll, I will certainly not begrudge him if he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. One of the most fun players to watch in NHL history. Um, you keep going down the list. You've got Hurricanes legend Patrick Marlowe, um, another guy with 1197 over a thousand career points. Um, doesn't have any individual hardware. Doesn't have a Stanley Cup. Did have two gold medals with Canada at the Olympics. So he's another guy that might be a little bit comparable to Rod. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit better in the pure scoring category, but doesn't have the individual accolades or obviously the Stanley Cup. Shea Weber feels like a lock as a defenseman. You got a couple more goalies in Pekka Rene and Ryan Miller. Personally, I don't think either of those are Hall of Famers, but we'll see. And then Ilya Kovalchuk is the other one who kind of feels like a no-brainer. So I don't know. Ne- next year, if you figure Datsuk, Weber, Kovalchuk probably get in, I would probably just tell you guys right now not to have high hopes for Rod next year. But mm-hmm. because that's three guys that are probably going to be first ballot, I would think. But I don't know. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I think you've got to look at a year where there's a relatively weak group of first ballot guys because that's when the hall tends to circle back to more, you know, holdover guy. But I mean, like, that's kind of what we had this year. I mean, guys like Barrasso, Vernon, Pierre Turgeon, you know, they've been eligible for a while. So, but I, I, I think it's going to take another year or years like that where you don't have a bunch of obvious first ballot candidates and they're kind of circling back to, all right, here, where are some guys, you know, that have been waiting a while that we've passed over that maybe now it's their time. Yeah. Uh, I think that's fair. Uh, I, I really do, you know, I, because yeah, uh, I think that will be Rod's best chance. I mean, it was kind of, you know, that way this year. Uh, but yeah, I think that may be his best chance of, you know, just a, a week, class of first ballot guys i I think that's gonna be his best chance like you said next year uh not looking so hot in terms of his chances obviously it's not off the table it it could totally happen uh but uh the year after uh i think may be a little weak um but i'm not 100 sure the 25 class uh I, i think that one may that could maybe be a chance for him, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, you just have to wait and see. But I agree. I'm I'm looking at Pavel Datsuk a little bit more. I think he was. There's no doubt he was a better pure player than Rod, but like stats wise, they actually stack up pretty well. Now, I'm, I certainly don't expect Rod Brindamore to get into the Hall of Fame before Pavel Datsuk, but I'm just saying, like mm-hmm. the the number of guys I think that are going to deserve. I'm looking at um 
2025 right now. You'll have Ryan Getzlaff, Jason Spezza, Dustin Brown, Duncan Keith, Zdeno Chara. PK, I don't think P.K. Subban's a Hall of Famer. No. I don't think he quite – he had some excellent, excellent years, but I don't know that he quite sustained it over a long enough period to get in. I agree. Loved watching him play. Um, so, I don't know, 2025 – maybe you're yeah you could be right because i i mean i'd have to i'm not going to keep like digging into each individual player who might be eligible against rod because we'd be here all day but like just on paper like looking at him against guys like getzloff dustin brown you know that that could be a possibility i would think yeah it, it very well could be and something i do want to touch on a bit more was what you said earlier about him potentially getting in as a builder or a coach uh, years and years down the line. And we will talk about that right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you, with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. So if you don't know you're going to be off work and you end up being off work and there's a concert you want to go to or a baseball game, Game Time has you covered. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You're not going to get surprised by a pole or something in your way. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email because that is never, never fun. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Now, something you mentioned earlier, Andrew, uh, and I'd seen a few other folks mention it online as well, is years from now, uh, you know, when Rod has you know, hung it up as a coach, uh, of him getting in as a coach and builder. And I think that that is definitely a fair argument to be made uh, because you look at where the team was when he took over. Uh, they were a laughing stock, let's be honest. Uh, and, and you know all the you know, no fans jokes, the the relocation jokes, moving to Quebec, moving to Houston, you know all that stuff. And you. Know, there being more away fans than there were home fans when you go to games and you know, it being half empty. You know, we all know how those years were. They sucked. They did. And how he has turned this franchise around 
and you know, getting them into an annual playoff contender, a team that is in the conversation for the Stanley Cup year after year. And I do think that you know if this sustains for the most part, I think, yeah, there's a pretty darn good shot he could get in that way. Um, I do think, you know, like you said earlier, uh, getting a Stanley Cup or two as a coach will really, really help that out. Uh, I know all-star, you know, game, you know, stuff is kind of, you know, whatever, but, you know, he's coached two of them already, and he's only been a head coach now for five whole seasons. I think that's pretty darn good. And again, you know, it's only been five seasons as him head, as head coach. So it's not like, you know, he's been doing this you know, for 10, 15 years where, you know, like you really know, like, all right, you know, this guy, he's obviously going to get in as a coach. Uh, but, you know, is it if it continues down the road, it is going. Do you think that he gets in that way? Yeah, I could see it. You know, the builders, this is from the Hockey Hall of Fame. The builders category includes coaches, general managers, commentators, team owners, and others who have helped build the game. You look at, you know, obviously, I don't, you know, so I don't know if you can count, you know, him as a player as part of the builder category, but I mean, you just look at what he did in terms of helping, you know, establish the Hurricanes in North Carolina coming here in the early 2000s, the Stanley Cup win, the way the, you know, youth hockey, in North Carolina has grown because, you know, met largely that. of the hurricane success. Um, you know, you look at getting to the, the a point where they're relevant nationally, where they're a consistent playoff team, where they have a stadium series game in Raleigh. I mean, who could ever have imagined that? And he would be furious probably if I said this to his face in a press conference, but one of the probably top three people who deserves the most credit in there in getting it. So there actually could be something like that here is Rod Brendamore. Um, you look at, you know, just purely his numbers as a head coach, he's coached 370 games. So actually that's something cool next year at some point in like November, December, he'll coach his 400th NHL game. He is currently, and again, small sample size because of how much he's coached, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12th all time in career winning percentage points percentage as a coach at 661. So, I mean, if he coaches the hurricanes for a decade or more and he gets, you know, a Stanley cup or two, I think there's a very good chance he goes in as a, you know, a builder and a coach, Uh, you know, that would be a long wait. And I think he deserves to get in as a player well before that. It's actually funny. You Google, like I Googled, you know, to find the specific definition of the builder category. There's like a list of commonly searched questions under it. It's what are builders in hockey? What are the requirements for hockey hall of fame? And then the third one is why isn't Rod Brindamore in the hall of fame? So there you go. Yeah, it's, I definitely think that that is a real possibility of him getting in as a builder years from now. Now, what would be really cool would be, say, you know, two years from now, he gets in as a player. Then 15, 20 years from now, he gets in as a builder and being a two-time Hall of Famer. That that would be pretty darn cool if that were to happen for Rod. I don't know if there are any two-time Hockey Hall of Famers. If, uh, I, mean, yeah. I don't 
I don't, I don't think there's any restrictions on that. But yeah, I mean, you mentioned that like you look at what he did as a player, you look at what he's doing as a coach. I mean, if he continues this, if he wins at least one cup as a coach, Rod Brindamore has a chance to be just one of the most accomplished people in the game of hockey mm-hmm. of all time. And I, I think that's really cool. But, you know, for him, especially to kind of be, you know, at this point, Raleigh's own Rod Brindamore and have, have a chance to do that is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. And, you know, uh, another thing uh, that I've mentioned in years past uh, is that, you know, he is in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. He is in, obviously, now the Carolina Hurricanes Hall of Fame. He has this number in the rafters. He's in the Philadelphia Flyers Ring of Honor Hall of Fame thing that they have as well. And obviously, I know that stuff won't carry a whole lot of weight uh, when it comes to that selection. Uh, But you look at that stuff. You look at just how much he has meant to these two organizations to the state of North Carolina and, you know, being such an integral part of both of those teams, it, it is one of those things that does, you know, bear a smidge of consideration. It'd be one thing if it was just one team, if it was just the Hurricanes uh, or just the Flyers, that'd be one thing. Uh, but the fact that he's in two different teams, Hall of Fames, in a state's Hall of Fame, that's also something that is pretty darn cool as well yeah no definitely and i think you know if you have if you're a person in north carolina and you've never had a chance to go check out the sports hall of fame in the north carolina first of all the north carolina museum of uh history downtown in downtown raleigh is just a really really cool place there's a ton of cool stuff in there but definitely mm-hmm. the north carolina sports hall of fame is worth checking out yeah i i agree and you know, you were talking about the builders as well. You know, before we go, you know, one guy I do want to touch on that is 110% going to get in as a builder because you mentioned commentators. It's John Forsland. He Absolutely. is. He is a lock. He is 110% getting in. Well, it's really cool when you look at him and what he's done in his career now because you know, he was the Hurricanes play-by-play man when they moved here from Hartford. And then he be, he ends up becoming the first TV play-by-play man in Seattle Kraken history. So, you know, those those guys are important because not everybody's going to games, you know. When you talk about building a new fan base, you're thinking about watching on TV as well. John Forslund has played a pivotal role in growing two really, you know, brand new NHL hockey markets from the ground up. And that's yeah, I, I hadn't even thought about that, but that's awesome. I mean, that that's I mean, you know, some of my favorite Hurricanes memories from my childhood, like when I think back to them, like when I think about them, I'm hearing John Forslund's voice in my head. And like I'm sure that's the same for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be the same thing for a whole new generation of fans in Seattle, too. Yeah, he is hundred and ten percent getting in as a builder. That is a lock for sure whenever he ends up being eligible yeah that that's that's a lot he, he's obviously getting in that way you know if uh the hurricanes you know, decide to expand their criteria for hurricanes hall of fame he's getting into that as well uh yes. that's pretty much a lot but yeah uh folks you know that get into the hurricanes hall of fame that's going to be a conversation for another day because 
before we know it, we're going to be knowing the next inductee of the Hurricanes Hall of Fame. We will talk about that in a future episode. So make sure you are following Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And following Andrew on Twitter at A Schnitt 53 with the Jeff Skinner shout out there. A guy who will not get in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, that does it for us today. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Uh, and as always, let's go, Canes. And Rod Brendamore needs to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame.